0: The Tilted Landshark Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to check out our relaunched merch store where you can get all your favorite SGPN gear. Just go to the sportsgamblingpodcast.com and check out the SGPN app. Welcome, everybody, to the Tilted Landshark Podcast. This is actually episode 21. I missed a milestone last time when we hit episode 20. Who would have thought we made it that far? Not me. Who's me? I'm Chase Sessoms, the Wolf of Oaklawn, one of your hosts. And I got with me, Zach, the molestache of Ella with me. It's, uh, you, oh. need to police, you need to police that mustache, sir. It is way there's over no the There's no holding
1: lips. this guy back.
0: You can't hold it back. God, I got dude, I mean, have you named it yet?
1: Have I named it? No. I, about, things come and go and I can't get too attached, you know? But for the, now. The, the cul-de-sac kid. The cul-de-sac kid? The cul-de-sac kid.
0: Yeah. Or, um, um, I don't know. Um, black Beauty? Black Beauty? Yeah, I mean, it's a it's beautiful mustache. It is. It is black for those
1: who don't know i have very dark brown hair but the stash looks pretty black um team's first tournament is this weekend for my club team so you stashed and, it uh, out
0: to everyone to...
1: i've got to clean it up i do i will clean it up tonight for those who can't see again it's kind of going down the edges a little too much oh our man. team theme is top gun this year hold on we're I... obsessive over top gun
0: i hold on buddy you're thinking about cleaning it up or getting rid of it before a tournament I gotta clean it up. I gotta. I gotta look as goose as possible. Look, look at me. Look at me head on. Come on, get like square. Let's see. Oh man, I mean, it looks I'm a sure. little too Freddie Mercury like right now. If if you want to go with like the military, like I think the the regulation is it can't go past the corner. That's what I'm trying lips. to do. Yeah, That's, I look so very Freddie. If you, if you ever watch Generation Kill, you're you're uh, you're policing your mustache. That mustache is out of regulation. Police that mustache. What's going on? It's week eleven. We got some it ADL is. action. Uh first, uh, we we gotta say a uh a very sad farewell to someone.
1: Look at they mask with my boy.
0: I guess in this case, yeah. who was just life? Uh James Kahn passed away today. Uh it seems like since we've been doing this podcast, uh, it's been hazardous to the health of people from all of our favorite gangster movies.
1: I was about to say all the stars from all of my favorite movies are uh are passing away next thing you know i'm not trying to speak this into existence
0: but if you see al Pacino go down soon we kind of know why what's your favorite non-godfather james conroll
1: uh <clears throat> man either brian piccolo and brian song because classic, it's, uh, that classic. movie hits home for me we uh grew up down in south florida near st thomas where he played high school there's actually a piccolo Park, I used to play at a lot when I was a kid down in Florida. That was named after him. And everyone loves Elf. I'll go ahead and say, kind of a cheesy pick, but he did a pretty damn good job in Elf.
0: All right, I got one for you. Let's see. Uh, in, in the role of Coach Sam Winters, one yes. of my favorite football movies, The Program, where he basically mm-hmm. just played Bobby Bowden without calling him Bobby Bowden at a <sighs> school that was FSU without them calling it FSU. It was Eastern State. They were the wolf pack, but somehow their helmets still looked like the like the you know Seminole spear the on the Florida State. State. The yeah.
1: Golden Scarlet.
0: Yeah, same colors, same everything. Uh, but yes, James Con, you will be great missed. guy. Yes. I'm gonna admit something right now. I actually yes, I thought James Kahn had died a couple of years ago. And I'm realizing now that I'm thinking of Dennis. I was thinking of Dennis Farina. It was actually Dennis Farina who had died. Oh, who's uh, a
1: couple, Dennis couple years Farina? Ago. You gotta catch uh, up on that one.
0: Uh, you, you know he's uh he's Dennis Farina. He's uh he's got oh a yeah yeah yeah, Chicago, real Chicago accent. You know he's in Seinfeld, right? I'm sure he's been on Seinfeld. The dude was in everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm All right, but it right now, but enough of this. This morning in mistaken identities, thinking people had already been deceased. Let's get into it. What are we talking about? We're talking about week eleven. There's not many weeks left. We're gonna be no. handicapping this weekend's AUDL action. Uh, we we had a couple interviews, we tried to line up and neither one worked out. Oh well, you're stuck yeah, with us tough. too effing bad. Um, I will say this we have a game currently
1: going on right now. That's right. That's um, right. Uh, Ottawa you'll... Montreal, these Canadian teams like to play on Thursday nights. Like it's a holy day. Yeah. I don't know why yeah. they keep doing, scheduling Thursday night games. Yeah. <clears throat> but we made picks. Not yeah, on the podcast did. because by the time you're listening to this, it's the next day. Right. Uh, you had Ottawa plus one and a half and the 42, over the 42 and a half. We're not going to talk about my pick. But right now Ottawa is up two. They're at 40. It's 21-19. I'm watching the game. Two and a half minutes left. Uh, they have a stoppage right now because the refs have no idea what's going on. Montreal players are complaining. Third Dude, ref have- is starting to run in. Man, this is a mess. I don't know what's going on. I don't want to turn it up because I'm just going to hear a bunch of French in the background.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that's fair.
1: That's what well, I have. A, we have a live feed of the game going on. So as we record, I'll, I'll keep you updated on your bets. I can speak French to you. I mean, baguette. Oh,
0: yeah. Baguette. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you knew exactly where I was going with that. So, yeah, we don't have to talk Ottawa-Montreal. We already got our picks for that. We tweeted out earlier. Mm-hmm. So we're going to move on to our other game on the East, uh, our non-Grand Marquise game, uh, where we got Boston taking on New York. New York, of course, the 7.5-point favorite, total set at 42 and a half, minus 3,000 on the money line if you're feeling uh, adventurous, I guess. Um, New York's turned into a great team. Uh it used to be mm-hmm. New York would win, they wouldn't cover spreads. Now they're covering spreads with ease. They're putting up about 30 points a game over the last few game stretch. Uh which makes me think uh let's go ahead and let's let's lean into uh into the over here at 42 and a half. Yeah. I'm going to take Boston to cover though. I think they fall <clears throat> off. I think New York falls off the co- the uh, cover train. So
1: you're taking Boston this one's tough, so I'm looking at their uh, last five against the spread. New York, they are currently three and two, and they've had pretty big spreads outside of DC minus four and a half. They missed that one by the hook, but yeah, they've kind of struggled. They played Montreal, who's on a tough road trip, covered that, and then they played a terrible Toronto team, only got eight on them. But outside of that, they they're three and two, or yeah, three two in the last five. Really tough covering the bigger games, bigger spreads. Boston playing a one-off. Um, Boston's last five, they're only one in four um, covering the three-point dog as they beat Montreal. But I'm I'm going to be with you there. I think six and a half, seven and a half. We're getting seven and a half here. Yeah, seven and a half is too big uh, for a one-off game. Uh, hopefully Boston's going to be trending in the right direction because they know they're playing for a playoff spot. New York kind of locked up that one seed in the East. So yeah, I'm going with Boston
0: minus seven and a half. I like it. I like where your head's at. I like where your head's at because it's where mine is also at. Let's go ahead. Let's move on uh, out of the East into the central. Uh, is Detroit going to do it this week? They're a five and a half point dog against Pittsburgh total set at four and a half. It's uh I mean, this has to be the best chance for Detroit. This is Detroit. their only chance. This is their only chance to, to get a win uh, until probably the next calendar year. Uh, yeah. let, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take uh, Detroit plus five and a half. I'm going to take the money line plus 750 <clears> on Detroit. <throat> Why not? It's the last chance I have. Detroit plus five and a half.
1: Um, man. I'm on auto fade on Detroit. I'm going pit minus five and a half. Last time they played, it was like week two, I think, week one of the season, 17, 13. Pitt's actually pretty good against the spread. They, I mean, they're underdogs quite a bit, but I just don't see Detroit getting up for this game. You know, it's going to be the one game they have to win because they get Madison, Chicago, Minnesota, I think, after this.
0: Right. Um,
1: Pitt looked pretty good against Indy. Some recency bias there in my pick. Uh, Edmonds the, this play has been going around all over the internet Edmonds with the disgusting layout in the dome in Indianapolis pretty dope. Right. Uh, Pitt got some swagger coming off the last couple of weeks. Um, almost beating Indy, beating Detroit right before that. They haven't covered the five and a half that they played against them. Maybe they do it this time. I'm going to go Pitt minus five and a half on this one.
0: Just right. a little bit. Just remember, this was your last chance. This was your last chance to get in on history. But we'll go ahead and we'll we'll overlook uh, your your uh, lack of, My, of uh, sense of the moment. Just, the I, moment. I feel like
1: the one the first week I don't bet Detroit money line, <laughs> which yeah. is the most winnable game, is the week they're actually
0: going to make it a game. Um, yep. but
1: I doubt it. It there just sounds gonna... weird to say Detroit keeps it closed. I don't care against you.
0: Right. So here we go. Uh, moving on. This, this one's going to be a good one. Uh, maybe I can't make out what the hell to think of one of these teams. You've got Minnesota going on the road to take on the Madison Baticles, Minnesota, the four and a half point favorite, the fitting four and a half point favorite that Minnesota D carries a lot of weight with it because we've got a total set at 37 and a half and minus 1000 on the money line. Um, this feels like a, I could get cheeky with the total. actually go with an under because I, I don't know what Matt, Madison could maybe only give me mm-hmm. 13 points. Yeah, um, last time they played, it was just 35 total. So keep yeah. That in mind. So I, I'm going to go ahead. I, I think Minnesota is too strong uh, for, for Madison or not. I mm-hmm. don't know. Uh, I, I have no idea. So, uh, but yeah, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take Madison minus the four and a half and I'm going to go with the underplay. I, I think, uh, Blocks on blocks on blocks by uh by the Minnesota D.
1: All right. <clears throat> I'm gonna look at something real quick. I'm gonna look at Madison against the two teams that are above. By the way, 42 and a half over. Ottawa's up 23-20 with 30 seconds left. Game's over. Knocked out both your uh both your bets nice. You, Chase.
0: Were both plus money? I believe they were. Were they? Let's see. I can tell I you I can give give you the answer. While I this. talk,
1: you look that up real quick. So Madison against Minnesota. For some reason, they were a pick in the first time they played Minnesota, lost 16 19. But they went ahead and covered against Chicago, only losing by one. Um, if you give them this number against, oh man, they've lost to Minnesota 22. I forgot about that game. I forgot about how bad Madison looked at Minnesota
0: losing 22 11. And that was. Because plus... I was about to. Just quick, real quick odds update. Everyone come see how good I look. Uh, it was plus 110 for, uh, for uh, Ottawa, plus one and a half. Uh minus 135 on the over. There you go. When Here we go two and zero profits, profits all around. Yep. Uh um, please continue talking about whatever you were talking about uh before I had yeah, to say about how good I was. would
1: <laughs> I was thinking Madison, they tend to sometimes play up to their competition. They've they only lost Chicago by one earlier this year. Um their home away splits, Madison against the spread. Where are they at? They're 0-3 at home against this spread. I'm going to go Minnesota. You got to look at what Minnesota did to them last time. 20-11. Madison at home for some reason still can't cover. Um, Four and a half. As for the over-under.
0: It's worth noting that four and a half is not huge considering some of the spreads that we're seeing this week. This is actually kind of like in the meaty part of the bell curve, if you will. Mm Um assuming a standard distribution
1: yeah i i say okay i say minnesota carries the score i'm going to go over 37 and a half in this one uh minnesota has been hitting let's see three of the last five on the over-unders so i'm going to go on the over there i think madison kind of dictate or minnesota dictates this game and hits the over all 37 right.
0: and a half all right so moving to the west coast you have a two kind of compelling games and I, the, the fact that they're compelling is uh, brought to you by the fact that uh, Salt Lake playing in both of these games going on the road, they've got a back to back. They get Seattle in the first half and they get Portland in the second half. They're a six point favorite in both games. Uh, they're minus 2000 on the money line in both games. And you have the uh, whoever they're playing going plus 900 Um Say what you want about Salt Lake, Seattle. I, I think the Salt Lake Portland game might be the more interesting uh, whenever they're having to travel. You know, they're, they're on the back-to-back traveling to Portland. It could be a good get-right spot for Portland. The problem being that Portland hasn't played well in that sweet-ass stadium yet. Let's go ahead and take a look uh-huh. at the first half, though. Salt Lake and Seattle. My gut says Salt Lake can cover the six. I think Seattle had their moment in the sun, but I also think this is a good sneak-up spot to not win but cover for, uh, for Seattle.
1: Yeah, so Seattle went through a stretch <clears throat> where they played LA twice, Portland, Oakland twice, and they couldn't get anything done. Um, in that stretch, the last five, they're two and three. Um, one against Portland, who's not good. The yep. other one against LA, which was one of those outlier blowouts, right? Uh, Salt Lake looks really good right now. They still do. Uh, had san diego come into town kind of handled them pretty easily get that five point win what's an extra point against seattle i think this is an easy salt lake minus six i also have salt lake seattle over 43 and a half is going to be the play last time they played the total was 53
0: yeah so. give give me the the i'm right with you on the over i'm gonna try to you know what i'm i'm gonna say the six might have been a little bit you know Eyes a little bit big bigger than the uh than the book's stomach here. I, I, I'm gonna go ahead and say that uh that Seattle gets the, the cover on the six.
1: Very well. Um I will say my locks coming out of this game. That 43 and a half looks like it's way too low. Uh Seattle has struggled to get over on their totals, but they've been playing lesser opponents. Um I think Salt Lake could put up 30 by themselves in this game, and Seattle won't be anything but like 20. 18 points right so puts them in the mid to high 40 so yeah give me the over on the walk or give me a lock on that over right there
0: i like it so moving on second half salt lake going to portland heading down the hipster highway from seattle to portland uh same thing everything i said earlier still applies same uh same spread only difference is this is a 48 and a half point total uh money line still the same uh god i i'm really really tempted to take portland to cover Mm -hmm. in in this game i'm having a really hard time talking myself off of it i mean if you look at it i mean it's not like salt lake doesn't doesn't cover but at the same time it's not like uh it's not like portland's a, a you know any sort of slouch runner they cover except for at home that's the confounding part um I will say I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and and actually take a stand here and going to say I'm on the under in the total since they're coming on this since it's the second game in the back to back. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Portland. Portland covers the six. I'm going I'm going with Salt Lake to win both of these outright, but I do think that not only Seattle but also Portland uh, they get the the dub Cubs uh, here with uh, the six point spreads.
1: So you're saying what you said Salt Lake minus 6 or Portland plus 6?
0: Portland plus 6. Salt Lake okay. wins both outright. Seattle yeah. plus 6, Portland plus 6. Yeah,
1: this is one of the spots where we want to fade teams on the back-to-back. It's just the issue I've been having and seeing lately is like these better teams that have been traveling sometimes to play with that trend. Um, this is tough. I'm gonna go Salt Lake minus six. I think there's too much firepower going on. I remember these teams played earlier in the season when we thought Portland was something, right? No, this is their first matchup. Yeah, first matchup between two inaugural teams. Um, I say Salt Lake has her way with them. After, I mean, it's the yeah, it's the traveling is gonna suck, sure, but they won't exhaust exhaust themselves against Seattle. I think they'll probably win that game with flying colors. So I'll go. Salt Lake, minus the six. I um, mean, take care of business. Get their two wins on the road trip.
0: I would, I, I would say, completely unsurprising that a man with a mustache such as yours would use a, a phrase such as, have their way with.
1: Got him. Yes. We fucking got him.
0: <laughs> no comment. <laughs> All right, that takes care of the West. Oh, We're going to wrap up the rest of our non-marquee games when we head to the South. Uh, we've got Atlanta traveling to Dallas, taking on a new nickname, the Dallas lesions, uh, Atlanta, six yeah. and a half point favorite total set at 38 and a half Atlanta, big favorite on the money line. Um, I feel like, I, I feel like Atlanta doesn't hit, hit the total. I feel like Atlanta doesn't cover the spread here, but I, I'm basing that off of everything that's happened against Carolina in the last few weeks. Am I just Mm -hmm. a victim of recency bias? What's your take? Yeah,
1: so Dallas is a whopping 1-7 or 1-6 against the spread. Um, They've seen numbers up this high at home and away against teams like Austin and Carolina, comparable to Atlanta. Um, The only holdback I would have with Atlanta is the look-ahead spot. I think they're on this road trip thinking one game really matters and it's not the Dallas game. It's the game against Austin, right? Yeah. So here's how I think Atlanta's going into it. It's pretty easy to play a zone defense like they do. Not fully empty-minded, but like you're not having to bring up the intensity like you would when you have to play man defense. Atlanta's defense, their zone defense, they can kind of slow down Dallas quite a bit. I don't know if I'm going to touch a side. Um, I would lean Atlanta minus six and a half because I don't see Dallas scoring more than like 12, 13 points this game. But I will say this game is probably going to go under when you have a very bad, one of the worst statistical defenses in Dallas um, against one of the, a team that makes you play very slow ultimate. And not only that Atlanta, I think based on what I've seen on Twitter will be without Khalif El Salam a defensive juggernaut who actually helps move the disc along on the defensive end. Yeah um they'll be missing him it looks like this weekend as he's doing some world's ultimate stuff so sure. i'm gonna go right now i'll just pick atlanta minus six and a half but i'm gonna definitely go down or under the 38 and a half
0: i'm gonna go i actually i'm going to tell you i'm gonna do exactly what you did uh in that one. look at us hey look at us look at us huh? who would have thought not me You were saying I'm calling you a smart man. Look at us. Yeah. Look at us. Look at us.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, simple minds.
0: We'll keep it that way too. Moving on. We've got Tampa Bay uh, traveling to take on Carolina. This is also a six and a half point spread. Uh, We've been kind of leaning into tight spreads or sorry, bigger spreads in Tampa Bay. Uh, Who knows? I feel like Carolina, whenever they're playing, these teams uh in their division who um, mm-hmm. objectively suck uh, is the best way i yeah. can I can put it. Uh, you know they haven't been just absolutely blowing them out. um i'm gonna i'm gonna take Tampa I'm gonna go with the Tampa <coughs> Bay big spread angle here. I'm gonna go Tampa Bay plus the six and a half. I am definitely on the under here. that's probably gonna be one of my locks for this one
1: yeah, i the south is tough, man because you just got. You have two types of teams. You've got three teams. You got Carolina, who's a, going to Madison. You got Atlanta, Austin, also playoff caliber teams. Unfortunately, only one that's going to make it. And then you get Tampa and Dallas, who are just winless, bad frisbee teams. Yeah. Um, and so whenever you look back at the stats, and you ha- you see inconsistencies in the stats, it's because of like the amount of variation there is. In the South, right? Right. So, this is a game where you're going to have to look at Carolina's roster. Are they going to? They're going to try to play some younger players to give them some reps because they've already taken the one seed, uh, and they're playing a team like Tampa. Or is Tampa even going to travel well for this game? We don't know. So I would check out the rosters before you bet this game. Um, if anything, though, I'm going to go Carolina, minus the points, assuming everyone is playing, just because it's a home game against a team that it don't necessarily travel well. When they're away, they're only scoring 16 a game. Um, Carolina, on the other hand, scoring north of 22 a game when they're at home. So okay. I'm going to go... Carolina minus the six and a half. But again, this is one of those games where you're going to need to check out the roster before you bet on it.
0: Okay, so that takes care of our grand marquee games here for week 11. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to hit the the old meat, the entree, the big course with our three grand marquee games. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back with more Tilted Shark podcast <clears> right <throat> after these messages. Make sure to get down on the wins, bet $50, win $200 promotion, where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. If you're betting baseball, you have to check out WinBet and their reduced juice in baseball games. Makes them the best place to bet the MLB. And now, bet $500 or more on sports or in the casino before July 31st, 2022 and get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club. It includes a two-night stay at Win Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries are allowed. There's so much to choose from and all you have to do is download the Winbet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through Winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. And now, on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest-growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry, and now you can make money on Sleeper 2 by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. For example, number of points in a basketball game, hits in a baseball game. Then choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about Over-Under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contest and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friend's picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's right. Join our squad and get the 100% deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGP. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Welcome back to the Tilted Shark Podcast. Here we go. Week 11, the games to pay attention to. I, I think two of these are, are just stellar matchups. Um, mm-hmm. First of which, let's go ahead. Let's just dive into it. Philly-DC rematch. Philly goes to DC? DC. Yep, they go to DC this time. Uh, it looks like DC is a three-point favorite. Total set at 42 and a half. Uh, Philadelphia plus four twenty-five on the money line, and if you think I'm not taking Philly in the money line after how close that game was last time, you are out of your fucking mental completely, completely. I am all over Philadelphia on the money line, so hell yeah, that means I'm on Philadelphia plus three. And then uh, I haven't checked the weather. This feels like a like an over game, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm, you, you tell me what you think. I'm gonna Google up this weather real quick.
1: Yeah, Google up the weather because I want to know that too because I think this game could go over if the weather is friendly to them. Um, <coughs> yeah, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. So here I am, a simple-minded insane man. I'm going to go back on the DC minus three train uh, just because they're at home this time. Familiar- familiarity is going to help them out. I've looked at the rosters. It looks like everyone's at full strength in that game. Um, I just think DC was the better team. I don't know what happened to them that last game, but playing at yeah. home, um, I understand Philly's got a lot to play for. I think DC does too. They have a lot to prove before they got to build confidence before they have to play New York in that playoff game. So I'm going to go DC minus three to try to make a statement here.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah. You already we'll know that it's so there's rain in the forecast. On Saturday there is a 93% chance of rain. It's all in the morning though. It should be cleared out by the time they play in the evening.
1: Yeah, let's uh
0: the chance fades to 24% in the evening.
1: We're getting some precise numbers here. Yeah. weatherman Chase.
0: Yeah, that's right. First of all, I I just want to say for the record that all meteorology is a sham. This will be, I don't know, it'll be like 100 degrees and sunny more than likely. I guess wild guess <clears throat> somehow somehow the sun will still be up but yeah um philly philly how can you not be on philly everyone should be on philly. Yeah. philly philly
1: philly here's some splits for you guys the last four games for each team i mean shoot for dc he'd go back they're six seven and one over under so it's, they're six and one on the over unders um with numbers in the low 40s so they're capable of hitting that number philly on the other hand Four and one the last three or three and one the last four in the over under. Um these teams have been scoring quite a bit. Easily both teams have been scoring the 20s the last four games. I think they keep doing that here. So the over is gonna be my second lock. Oh my guys. we'll review all this. The over for this game is what I'm playing now.
0: All right. So moving on, we've got a grand marquee game in the central. It's uh Indianapolis Alley Cats leaving the confines of the of the dome, of the litter box, as I'm gonna start calling it. And they head to Chicago uh, to take on the uh, the Chicago Union. Chicago Union minus three and a half, three and a half point favorite. Total set at forty-five. No hook. Chicago healthy minus seven hundred on the money line. Uh, This feels like a let me look at my chops and take this here under Uh, because you got, I mean, forty-five, pretty big, pretty big total uh, considering, and uh, you're outside of the dome. So go ahead, you lock me in on this under. I think Chicago handles business quite honestly. Uh, Chicago's been tough, really tough, the last mm-hmm. few weeks. Uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and, and say they cover this four uh, whenever they uh, they step out of the litter box and into the elements with uh, the the uh, alley cats.
1: Yeah, alley cats are one and two over under. The only over they hit, they scored a total of 41. The over under was 38 and a half, right? So 45 is way too big. Um, Chicago at home. Let's see. Chicago at home, about 22 points a game. Uh, I don't think is enough. I think they score even less than that. And I will say this there's some injury updates, not injuries, roster updates sure. uh, for both teams. Paul Arter's, Nate Goff for Chicago are not going to be there. I know Nate Goff has World's Things, so that's probably why uh, Khalifa slums up. So out for Atlanta. Uh, for Alley Cats, Uh, Nate Carter, who is a pretty big deal primary handler for their offense, will also be out. I know this because I'm on his club team, and he's going to be in Denver with me, which is pretty cool. But um, so there's a couple injuries here. Not injuries again. A couple people not playing I think are going to be a pretty big deal. This all helps the under 45 and a half. I saw this on the uh, book this morning, and that's the first thing that popped up. Um, I already got my walks in but this would have been a honorary third block if I could. This under 45 and a half is a pretty easy get. Um, As for a side, yeah, I'm going to go chalk here. I think it's too easy to not go chalk. Um, Chicago's going to be too much for Indy to have to deal with outdoors.
0: All right. I like it. I like where your head's at. Let's go ahead. Let's look at our last Grand Marquee game of the weekend. We are talking – Atlanta on the second half of the back-to-back, a must-win. This is an absolute must-win. Austin, the one-and-a-half-point favorites, 41-and-a-half-point 40, spread. Uh, Atlanta, uh, plus 140 on the money line. Austin, minus 175. Listen, I love the <coughs> hustle. I love the game. I love the hustle. I don't know if I take them here, though, is the problem. Um Second half of the back-to-back. Mm-hmm. We've seen them play and beat Austin. They've beat Austin straight up, but that's when Austin was traveling. Um, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. You know what? It's within three points. I've got plus money on the money line. You go ahead and you give me Atlanta plus 140 on the money line and you give me the plus one and a half there.
1: Smart man. Uh because I'm also on Atlanta money line, um, So here's something. I've got someone on the uh, inside, not inside ADL. I've got someone who is a numbers cruncher who helped me pull up some stats that I'm going to share with you guys real quick. Yeah, so teams that were favored by one and a half, there's been nine of those games, seven and two outright. Out of those seven that have won, six teams cover the one and a half while the one team did not. So that being said, the one team that was favored by one and a half won, but they only won by one point and got the cover. So I think it's just safe to just, if you like the favorite at minus one and a half, just take the minus one and a half. Don't try to be cute and do a money line and lose some juice off of it. Cause more likely they're going to go ahead and cover. Same thing for teams favored by two and a half points. Teams that are favored by two and a half, five and four outright out of the five teams that won four and one, they cover the two and a half too. So when you see close spreads, more likely that team is
0: going to cover if you think they're going to win outright. Okay. Okay. I get it. I get it. Those are some yeah. strong numbers. I'm going to break yeah. the, I'm, I'm breaking the trend. I am saying that uh, desperation has, has clicked in. And I think Atlanta puts an emphasis on points on the board. Mm-hmm. Give me the over 41 and a half.
1: Okay. Um, I'm not going to touch. I could see this going over. I would lean that way. I'm not going to touch it myself, but I think the play here is Atlanta. It's also like crazy to me to go into the playoffs and not see Atlanta in there, right? The whole idea this year was Atlanta had the same team from last year, pretty much, plus Bobby Lay. And so how do we not see them in the playoffs now, right? And I just can't picture a world where they're not. Therefore, I think Atlanta's going to pull it off here and make this a win and cap off a 2-0 weekend.
0: Okay. I mean, if they do, it's the death nail. It is it for, for the hustle, more than likely. That's it, yeah. So not even so. more than likely, definitely. All right, that is it. Those were our three grand marquees. We're going to hit a quick break. When we come back, we're going to wrap up this episode of the Tilted Shark Podcast. We will be right back. We relaunched the SGPM merch store. There's tons of awesome gear from your favorite SGP and shows. Just go to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. That's store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. You've seen our artwork. You've seen our dope logos. You've heard our dope catchphrases. Now be the dopest DJ on the block when you have one of our sweet podcast shirts. Listen, we've all been there. You got a tight budget. You've got everything planned out. Then boom, something out of the blue happens that costs. It feels like all of your money can be so stressful but you know what can help ease the stress is if you pick up your phone get in touch with your old friend dave dave is the banking app that can help you get 500 dollars instantly with extra cash there's more money to fill your tank buy a wedding gift catch up on bills whatever that surprise expense might be you can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hang-ups there's no interest and no credit check needed Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and need some extra help, download Dave. Think of it as a helping hand from future you. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. If you're betting baseball, you have to check out WinBet and their reduced juice in baseball games. Makes them the best place to bet the MLB. Welcome back to the Tilted Landshark podcast. We we done did it. We went through week 11. We said goodbye mm-hmm. to James Kahn. Uh, so you got, where are you headed for your tournament this weekend, Zach? Denver, Colorado. It's my yeah. first time up in the mountains, man. Okay. I've only done the airport. Yeah. I've
1: only done the uh, airport. The Illuminati airport. I've heard so many things about it
0: picturesque just picturesque um
1: yeah
0: you know i i some of these airports i've flown through recently i'm gonna be really excited to fly back through them when i don't have to wear a covid mask for like eight hours on a layover God. this my first flight uh went
1: to la back in march and that was like a week before the federal mandate was lifted yeah. i just had to deal with a six and a half hour flight with a mask on yeah not tough fun. Not fun. No, it's not easy.
0: Well, I mean, good luck to you. And was it Tanasi?
1: Yeah, Tanasi. Uh give a good... us a follow on Twitter. That little plug for my club team there. We're uh, yeah. a bunch of fun guys.
0: Yeah, so good luck to Tanasi, to you, to big big germ, to uh to Yanni. Uh yeah, it... Yanni's my ride to the airport too. So hopefully yeah. he's not late. He's gonna be. This is ultimate he's we're talking about. Um yeah, man. There's a different clock for us. There we go. There we go. Well, that is it for us on the Tilted Landshark Podcast. Uh everybody just tweet your good lucks at at Zach specifically, at Z underscore Avello. You can always get me at of underscore Oaklawn. And follow the show, man. At the Tilted Pod. Can't believe that handle was still open, but somehow we managed to get it. Um swiped it. That is it for us. Uh, you can hear my dog barking in the back. For you, those of you who don't speak uh, Beagle Puppy, uh, let me go ahead and tell you what Rosie is trying to tell you, has been trying to tell you the entire show, which is hammer! Or you're not.